Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Souls on all levels and in all dimensions are on their own evolutionary journey. There is no end point, no specified timing, and no losers. Every soul goes through their own unique experiences, yet we all have much in common. The higher self's evolutionary perspective, then, builds bridges of understanding. Let's move the focus from division and conflict to acceptance and love of ourselves and others. Hey, guys. It's Janet with the Higher Self Voice. And again, I'm doing a video show of my blog talk radio show. Again, it's half hour, and it's exciting. It's still new for me. I forgot to turn on the recorder. Oh, wait a minute. It might not even be on. Just one second. I can't even tell if it's on. So I'm going to, it's just a technological thing. I'm here by myself. Let me just try make sure I'm on. Okay. Okay, I wasn't recording. I had it on. I pushed the wrong button. All right, hello. Hello, everyone. I started the show, and a minute or two later, I realized I wasn't recording, so I tried to figure it out. So anyway, I'm recording now. Anyway, hello, hello. I'm a little discombobulated because of that little glitch. I'm not used to it so much yet, but I will be. Anyway, today's show is about why aren't there any losers. And that term loser, you know, we we he, we use ourselves or we hear other people using and we categorize various types of people or a person as just being such a loser. Oh my gosh, what a loser. And sometimes we even use the term to be nice when somebody or some people are really in our viewpoint really lost their way and they're doing something pretty horrific, like maybe they're terrorists or something, or maybe somebody's a murderer or something really horrible. And we might use the term loser simply to not be as denigrating, not to put down that person or that group of people as harshly. So sometimes we do it out of kindness. But in any case, today I'm not going to be talking about why there aren't any losers, looking at it from the everyday kind of way. I'm going to give you the higher self perspective. And I know my viewers didn't really hear the intro because I wasn't recording. My gosh. (laughs) Okay. So, but I'm going to reread the intro because there's one sentence in the intro that is very, very important. And it's what this show today is related to. 
souls on all levels and in all dimensions are on their own evolutionary journey. There is no end point, no specified timing, and no losers. That's the key sense. Every soul goes through its own unique experiences, yet we all have much in common. The higher self evolutionary perspective then builds bridges of understanding. Let's move our focus from division and conflict to acceptance and love of ourselves and others. So the key sentence, again, there is no end point, there is no specified timing, and there, is, there are no losers for, <clears throat> in, from the evolutionary standpoint. So let's just begin with the beginning of the sentence, there is no end point, because it kind of builds on itself. And so I want to begin with the idea that there is no end point. Um, in fact, evolution goes on forever in perpetuity, but it's hard sometimes to wrap our heads around it because there's so many spiritual modalities out there that have an end point. Well, if you behave, excuse me, you behave in a certain way, you do certain things, you are, you move your beingness into becoming something uh, that has been determined and designated by whatever spiritual modality it is, then you will get a reward. You will get some prize, so to speak, and that reward often is you get to either go to heaven or you get to go into a state of bliss or you never, you'll never suffer again, whatever it is. And I can't say I'm an expert at all spiritual modalities because I'm really not. But you know what I mean. You get the idea. So, so when I say there is no end point, that might be, a little bit hard to kind of think, what? What? You mean I'm going to go like this forever? Well, last week I did talk about the different dimensions beginning in the mineral kingdom. That's the first kingdom, the first dimension, the plant kingdom, first, second kingdom, second dimension, the animal kingdom, third dimension, human kingdom, fourth dimension. Remember this from last week, guys. If you have, if you didn't listen, please tune in because that's explain in more detail, then all of the humanities graduate into that fifth dimension. The higher selves call it the inner, I-N-N-E-R, planetary kingdom, but the term isn't important at all. And guess what? Evolution doesn't stop there either. We move into the sixth dimension. Joan once uh, got the, the name of that kingdom was the spiritual hierarchy kingdom. But again, not important. The term isn't important. And then there's a seventh dimension. So, yeah, um, I'm just checking my bullet points here because I don't want to go off on, a, on, a, on a, an aside that because I have limited time. I have a half an hour. So in any case, there is a seventh dimension. Now, in fact, there is a dimension eight and nine. Those are the gateway dimensions into the return or for the return to the originating source of all there is. They're preparatory dimensions, so to speak. The eighth dimension, you go and take in all of the experiences of all souls that have made it to, through, through the seventh dimension. So you take in the totality of all of the learning, all of the experiences, all of the knowing that comes with having gone 
to and through the seventh dimension. And so all souls who are moving into the return to the originating source, they actually go through this eighth dimension and take in all that learning, whatever they missed in their journey, if they missed anything. Then the, the ninth dimension is the preparatory level to prepare you to return to the originating source. Okay, now just keep in mind the human kingdom is halfway there. It's number four, the fourth dimension. So we are going to be evolving way, way past human before we return to the originating source. Well, I know now some of you are thinking, ah, there is an end point. <laughs> there really is an end point to, to evolution. And in fact, there is not. Because when we also return to that space, the returning home, so to speak, to the originating source, what happens? Those souls are expressed outward again into another reality, an outer reality, so to speak. Now, first of all, I'm not saying any of these things to prove to you or convince you that what I'm saying is correct. Never would do that. That is not the purpose. But if you didn't hear these ideas, if you didn't, if I didn't share them with you for whatever reason, you have no option or choice to look at them, to explore them, to think about them, to maybe have them answer some of the questions you might have. Or maybe I'll answer questions you didn't know you had. That's what happened to me. I'm like, I never thought of that. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, this is not about proof. It is not about trying to force this down your throat. It simply is to give you some viewpoints, some perspectives that I've gotten over many, many years and just continue to get from the higher self. And I want, so I want to share them with you because I think they answer a lot of questions. They make sense of so many things very, very logical. But if you hear this stuff and you go, ridiculous, I think that she's full of what hot air, that's okay. There isn't any reason for anybody to take it in if you don't feel to. So reject the heck out of it. It's really fine. Just whatever resonates with you, you can take in, think about, utilize, maybe come back for more to hear more of the story because there is a lot more of the story. Anyway, so again, I'm trying to come up with vocabulary that fits, that fits with the concepts that I see and feel and sense and it's really, really difficult. So I'm doing the best I can with vocabulary. But let me get back to these outer realities. And the only way that I can really explain that is by using an analogy. I want you to think about the scales on a piano. The very first note, which is an A on most pianos, the very first note is the lowest density, the lowest frequency. And if you... The analogy is that the A is like our mineral kingdom, very dense, right? The B would be like the plant kingdom, the C, the animal kingdom, the D would be the human kingdom, the E would be the fifth dimension, the F would be the sixth, and the G would be the seventh. So, but as you go up these notes on the scale, each note is a higher frequency. It starts all the way down here, which, of course, I can't get down that far, but you know. And then it goes up, goes up, goes up. Now, when you get to the next A, 
it's the same note as the first A, but it's a higher frequency as well. So the next scale, A through G, is the same notes as the first seven, but at higher frequency level. So the outer reality is like the second scale. When a soul is expressed, given birth from the originating source onto a new round of evolution, the outer reality, the soul moves into the second A or the second mineral kingdom. But this mineral kingdom is so high frequency, we couldn't really conceive of this being a mineral kingdom. Because not only is it higher than the, the lower A, our mineral kingdom, but it's higher than the seventh dimensional frequency. Because as you know, on the piano, the scales go up and get higher and higher on a piano. So the outer reality is like the second scale. And there's a mineral kingdom. There's a plant kingdom, an animal kingdom. Of course, they wouldn't look like what we have. But that's an outer reality. So there's so many eons of time that souls have spent going through our own mineral, plant, animal, human fifth dimensional, sixth dimensional, et cetera, time, so much time, eons, it seems infinite. But if you can just try to wrap your head around the fact that souls have already gone through those and they're already in the outer reality. And just to blow your minds a little bit more, there are already five outer realities. So the souls on that second scale, that first outer reality, have returned to the originating source, or some of them, some are still there, and they're expressed into the next highest scale. So, yes, there is no end point in evolution. And so that's a long story to make that point clear. But now I want to go to the second one, which is there's no specified timing. Now... We're so used to timing. A lot of things are timing. And just a road race, for example, or a horse race, or trying to get a product out before another company. There's always or often much of our lives is all about timing and competition and being ahead. And we don't want to be behind. We don't want to be losers, right? We don't want to lose out. If we don't get our product out first, we're going to lose a section of the marketplace, for example. So we have all of these kind of races in our life patterns. We even have, in, you know, where we race against ourselves and we make goals. Oh, I've got to get this much done on such and such a project by this so that I can then do this. And then, But if I'm slow on this goal, then I'm not going to reach this goal. And you know what I'm saying. And we can – we're just often – doing that, putting us into a state of timing. Now, there's a lot more about timing that I'm not going to talk about today. But in any case, the, the idea that there's no specified timing is this. Every soul is on its own unique journey. Every soul goes through its own unique experiences. And there's infinite permutations and combinations of pathways that any soul can go on. So there is no timing, guys. It isn't a race. And souls move through their journey 
in different paces. Sometimes they go through certain things fairly quickly to learn certain things fairly easily, and then they get to something else they need to focus on and learn to, to assimilate into their human nature. And it is a, just a really difficult one for that soul for whatever reason. And so what happens? They get stuck, sometimes for hundreds of lifetimes, eons of lifetimes, because the learning curve can be very difficult. And if they're stuck, that might present in this life as losers. Now, what we don't see when we are categorizing somebody as a loser, what we don't see is that we don't see the entire journey. We don't have the perspective to know what the struggle has been for that soul. It, it could be immense, immensely long, immensely tough, immensely difficult. And that soul is just still playing out its confusion, its soul scrambles, all the misconceptions, all the fears, all the whatevers that soul is carrying. We don't see that. We barely know what our journey has been on, where we've been, what we're doing here and where we're going. How many of us know all those answers? We don't. So we can't know for another person or people. So the fact of the matter is that souls seriously are they're on their own journey, and we don't see that helicopter perspective. If we knew their journey, we would understand. They aren't necessarily um, strike that, drop that, together. We don't understand. So the higher self of what they're saying is that the timing. There's no specified timing because every soul is on this very, very complex journey. And there are no losers. Not only could somebody who we classify in one way or another as a loser, maybe they're criminals, maybe they're abusers, maybe they're victimizers, maybe whatever they are that we see is really bad, or maybe they're just, you know, they were born with a silver spoon in their mouth and they are arrogant and just don't care about others or whatever. Whatever the category an individual person might be in in someone's mind to call them a loser, that's because that's how they're presenting right now in this week, this year, this decade, this lifetime. So some of them we'd understand, we get benefit of the doubt, we say, hmm, the, this person grew up with parents that abused them uh, they, or they were drug addicts or they died when the child was young and the child went into the foster care system. And we have, because so many people really do want to understand, so many people do want to have empathy. So they excuse a lot of behavior. It doesn't mean that the behavior is okay, but they would understand, so, so to speak. But there are other types of loser behavior that people would not find benefit of the doubt, like, Terrorists, for example. So, and I hate to use terrorists because that's such a hot button word, but you know what I'm talking about. There's some people that you justify using the term losers. Oh, they're just losers. Well, the higher selves really indicate that what their what their lives are now, whatever role they're playing, whatever not role, whatever wherever they are in their life pattern today, it's just but the teeniest, teeniest, teeniest window to who they are. And 
so on the one hand, they aren't losers because they're stuck right now and we see they're stuck. What we don't realize is that all of us have been stuck. All of us have had soul scrambles, lifetimes where we screwed up royally, where we've just not gotten it together. And in those lifetimes, people would have called, called us losers. And maybe even in this time lifetime, we've had times in our lives phases in our lives we thought gee I was just such a mess I couldn't get anything together what a loser and then don't we try to turn ourselves around and move out of that phase so we don't know where we've been so to call someone else a loser is it doesn't really reflect the whole story the other part about there are no losers is that in evolution no soul ever gets lost Evolution isn't a race. Evolution isn't about if you come in first, you get an award or a reward. And if you come in last, you get the booby prize. That isn't what evolution is all about. Evolution is is for each and every soul to go through a learning process, to keep continuing to move in growth and understanding and becoming all that they are, and that's evolution, and that it isn't a race. It's not a competition. It's not about, oh, well, you know, I'm so much more evolved than that person over there. You'll find that I really, personally, I move away from all those comparisons, all of those higher, lower, whatever, um, because... Bottom line, there's no such thing as a young soul. We've all been around forever, so, and we will continue to be around forever. So it gets to the point where, you know, is one soul the size of okay, – I don't have a good analogy. <laughs> Throw that out. Anyway, so there are no losers. There's no soul too small, too unimportant, too insignificant, too anything to be lost in this process. Because from the higher level, it's about the process. And they're in place, perhaps the soul is in a place. And, of course, I'm talking mostly around about the human soul because it's the human soul where we really get stuck. The, the plant, animal, and uh, plant, uh, mineral, plant, animal kingdoms, and from the fifth, sixth, and seventh dimension, they're all, those are all divine world kingdoms. And it's only in the human kingdom we have free will. So this is where we kind of delay. We can really get stuck. We can really have problems in the human kingdom. There is so much to learn. And so the human kingdom arena is really where a lot of these perceptions that they're losers. We don't look at the animal kingdom and say, oh, you know, well, those cunts are such losers, right? We, We don't do that. And we don't look at plants and say, oh, those thistles are just losers. No, we really are talking about people here. And so that's really what I'm trying to address in the, in the evolutionary perspective is people. So, so I do want you just to understand that. The other thing is that evolution is all about frequency. So if you look at the mineral kingdom, for example, it's a very slow, dense, Frequency, it's like there's no movement there at all, right? 
then you move into the plant kingdom, and it's a little more vital. Uh, it's really hard to wrap our heads around that, that minerals have souls. But even in the mineral kingdom, you can see the difference in frequency levels because you have things like basalt and feldspar, and then you have crystals, gems, purity like of gold. You have different minerals that just seem higher frequency. You don't know anything, but you can see the levels, right? Same in the plant and animal kingdom where some of the early plants and early animals are one cell or something like that. And then you see the complexity grow in each of those kingdoms because, in fact, the higher frequency as an animal soul moves up in frequency, it changes its outer form to become more complex. So it can play more complex roles, whether it's in the plant kingdom or the animal kingdom. The human kingdom is a little different. We did have some very primitive looks um, when we first moved into the human kingdom, like cavemen kind of thing. But honestly, once we get to a certain level, we, the, the higher the frequency is reflected in the conscious awareness, not in an outer change. The physical body doesn't change. So then when you move to the fifth dimension, just as an aside, you transform your body and you take your body and your soul with you. So the body is transformed and now the body, in fact, is as equally important as the soul. And boy, that's another discussion down the line. <laughs> so I just, um, okay, so that's the frequency. Okay. Now i just checking my notes. Um, I think you get this already, uh, not to compare. The comparison thing is, is a trap. I think I talked about it a little bit last week, too. And trying to figure, you know, can't judge a book by its cover. And maybe we think, oh, you know, I'm so much further along in this, that, or the other than someone else. You know, they're really low frequency. Please don't take this idea of frequency as just yet another reason to compare. You can't judge a book, a book by its cover. I talked to you last week about fifth dimensionals. And they're fifth dimensionals, for example, who have chosen to incarnate in primitive societies who have chosen to incarnate in criminal societies. Why? So that they can bring their energy, their light, and their more expanded viewpoints into those arenas to help those other souls that would be there. So you can look at somebody and say, oh, he's a loser. What a criminal. What a creep. What a jerk. What a whatever. Trying to use decent terms. Uh, you can do that. But, in fact, you're just judging something without really knowing and really understanding. So there, there's, please, this isn't a reason to compare. And also not to find yourself as lacking. We already have enough belief in ourselves that we're lacking in some way or we're less than in some way. So let's not do that either. And I'll talk about that kind of thing more and more as we go. And anyway, the, the bottom line is, guys, there are no losers. Every single soul is as important as every other soul. And I used the analogy last week about each of our cells carries the DNA from our parents and it carries the full double helix, even though it's presenting as a skin cell, a blood cell, a nerve cell, whatever it's presenting, it still carries that double helix. 
And when you look at the totality of the body, all the cells are important. You, you, you don't want to get rid of because they're really unimportant, those blood cells or the nerve cells or the brain cells. You want every single cell because it's part of the whole, and that's the way it is for each and every soul. Each and every soul is part of the whole, and all of us are the expression, the full, complete expression of all there is. So let's not forget every soul is important. There are no losers. Now, um, I also want to bring out that there are no victims. Now, this is going to be the topic for next week, so I'm not going to go... uh, I'm not going to go on about it, but I wanted to give you a little preview to say, okay, we did no losers. Now, how about let's go to no victims? And I know you're trying to wrap your head around, no victims, what are you talking about? Of course they're victims. And that's really understandable, but I'm going to give you a different viewpoint So next week. So we'll, we'll talk about it later. Meanwhile, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. I think I forgot to do that in the beginning. Um, Please understand that I am a podcast now, uh, still a podcast every week. You can find those on your smartphone podcast app. You can find uh, find me on my website, higherselfvoice.com, and I'm also videoing it. And once it gets edited, especially for the complete goof up we had this morning, <laughs> once we get edited, uh, it is going to go up on YouTube and then, of course, on Facebook. So I want to thank every single person for being on this journey with me, for being part of my community. And because I tell you, I get something out of sharing. I learn every day. And as we go, I will share more and more. I'm doing a little some basics right now for you guys. But at some point, not too too far down the line, I'm going to share with you some personal experiences, some specific um, things. Anyway, my email is jvvmrichmond at gmail.com. If you have any questions, you want to sign up for a private healing session, you can certainly contact me. And no question is too silly, too stupid, because if you have the question, so do other viewers and listeners. So with that, I want to say goodbye, and I'm going to play the outro now. Really love you guys, and thanks for being with me on this journey. Janet is a catalytic artist, an award-winning author, a radio show host, and a healer. You can find her on her website, HigherSelfVoice.com, also on Amazon, Kindle, Facebook, YouTube, and on the podcast app on your smartphone. To reach her with questions or for a healing session, her email address is J V V M Richmond at Gmail dot com.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.